Welcome to my podcast, in which I sit down with people from all over the world, talking about life, their culture, their experiences, and their best stories. So relax and enjoy the conversation. that I, I came to you was like I was like I said I was so focused on finding uh, a way to to use my instrument for for jazz and I was like listening to Spotify and 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 then I saw you sitting here just randomly playing and I yeah. was like improvising a, yeah like a gift from heaven sort of <laughs> like I don't know when you you know that thing when you just search for something and then you just find it somewhere randomly that's yeah. that's kind of what it was you know but i really like that you were just randomly improvising how how does it work for you because i found it very difficult when i'm playing to just play you know uh i don't really know um i think i've had lots of jazz lessons so I was into improvisation, improvisation, and mm. I, I, like I said, I stopped uh, playing for two years, and I didn't play at all. And when I started back, uh, when I started again, I was playing uh, only in, in jam sessions. So mm -hmm. that's the way I got to improvise, and mm. I now I forgot a lot, a lot about, about harmony and everything, but. I have a good ear, so I can listen to people and and find my way with them, mm -hmm. and that's when that's why I developed that way to play alone and just improvise and let what comes to your mind comes to your finger directly. Actually, mm -hmm. don't really think about it. Yeah. And it's very depending on the emotion you're in. That's and true. So you. That's what creativity is as well, in a sense. It's just come using your emotion to express something. Yeah, there is, I, I do that with drawing also because you, you, I don't know if you know automatic drawing, when you just mm -hmm. let your finger goes yeah. on the page and at some point you can maybe maybe not, but often you can see something and start to create something that you would never have created yeah yeah without just letting your hand yeah. go on the I have page. never tried it because I'm not a drawy kind of person but um, what did you did you see did you have one time that you saw it and you were amazed with what you draw <laughs> what you had drawn um, or is it maybe like a subconscious reflection of what you're thinking about it's more like that because I actually I'm never really happy of what I do. Uh, maybe 
perfectionistic thing, but I don't think that's the good word. It's just I don't. I'm not proud of things. Sometimes I have done drawings that I was proud of, but or, or music, but it was not automatic drawings. It was more like a really uh, something I had worked on a lot. And at some point, it became good. <laughs> yeah, I think that when I when I saw you sitting here, you were like just coming up with stuff to play and like you're saying you're doing this imaginative you're a very creative person and i always hear that the curse of being creative is also never being content with what you create you're always trying to improve and improve mm. do you also feel that with your music too yeah a lot i'm never happy of my music but because i'm in a group in a, in a band uh yeah. At some points, the what, what's with what we do together, I can find it really good. But alone, it's complicated. <laughs> yeah, it's so complicated. Maybe maybe that's the curse of being creative person. You need input from others to yeah yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, so interesting to. Um, I don't think I'm very creative in that sense. I I don't think I would be able to just draw and. You know, like mm -hmm. be able to do that, but I think it's also. But did a you process. try? No, I haven't. Uh, so you can't know. That is true. That <laughs> is true. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. And at the beginning, really, my drawings. I'm not proud of it. And if you don't draw, if you, I have done drawings. I was really proud of. Yeah. Uh, especially when I try different tools, because, uh, for example, there was a. So I was in architecture studies. I had an optional lesson of uh, drawing live models, like naked people that came and mm -hmm. were posing. Yeah. And we also did with did it with videos. And there was a dancer, a female dancer, mm -hmm. uh, underwater. And so to recreate the vibe of underwater. I started drawing with um, Chinese ink in um, how do you call that syringe, like uh, the yeah, doctor yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, so you had to. It, it, it was really aquatic. <laughs> cool. Wow. Yeah, drawing different tools is always interesting. I think. Yeah. True. Uh, but if you don't draw t during like. Even a week, a month, you lose a lot, and that, that's the same with music, actually. Uh -huh. So but when I draw now, I don't find that abilities I had because I haven't drawn for a long time. Yeah, but that's also what I, what I feel like. Me being not as creative as someone like you makes it for me <laughs> hard on. to believe. Sorry. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe maybe it's the limit I put on myself. And that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Like, you you just do and you, you try it. And that in itself is already something to, yeah, but you know, to be amazed in, by. You know what I want to say? In, in music, yeah, yeah, totally. But I don't think I'm so creative. For example, when I play saxophone, mm -hmm. even if I'm totally improvising, 
there is always the same mimics, the same stuff that come back mm -hmm. into yeah. my phrases, sentences, musical sentences. Yeah. Uh, because that's what I know already. So it's not coming from anywhere. It's habits. It's I already have. there. Yeah. Yeah. And you just put it in another way. Yeah. But I have, um, for example, the drummer of my band is really impressive because he has this production mind. He can listen to everybody at the same time and hear what has to be there, what has not to be there, what could be different. And that's creativity, I think, because he, he, he can understand everything and create something with it, mixing it together or not. Yeah. Maybe it's a combination of talent, Techniques. work and creativity, maybe. Yeah, always. <laughs> yeah. Not with everything. I think there are some things that you don't need actual talent for. If you put in the hours, then you Yeah, can. I think everything. With everything? Yeah, totally. Even an instrument, an instrument or drawing, mm -hmm. music. But that's what I feel or with art. Art, at least. art is different in that sense. For example, if you want to learn a sport, you need to... You get a feeling by just practicing a little bit. If you do an instrument or you draw, there is this, like you said, there is this thing in your head that comes up with stuff and that makes the creativity and that makes the music more impressive in some... Sorry, could you repeat? Like, um, when you're playing, there is this... It's, it's hard to explain, but it's the creativity in the in the art that makes things more beautiful than when you're s just doing a sport or something. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. This. Yeah, but you could see art in sports too, I think. Like, is dance art or sport? Dance is... Art, yeah, yeah, that is true. <laughs> that's more. I was more thinking like so in the sense of football or tennis. Yeah, or, but that's but artistic too. There is a fluidity in the movements. There are. I think it mm -hmm. can be. Actually, I'm not really into football, but mm -hmm. I can see our art in football. Yeah, now that you, yeah, now that you're explaining it that way, I, I've been playing badminton for a really long time. Yeah, and now we. Now that you're saying it, you can f sometimes see the the talent and the movement and the perfection sometimes. So that that's a good point. Yeah, but it's not about perfection, I think. I, we, we shouldn't care about perf perfection. Mm -hmm. We should care about the spirit, the, the, the emotion it creates, the, yeah. the, the technique also. Yeah. But perfection is Maybe not interesting. I think that's what attracted me to come sit sit down next to you while you were just playing yeah i think it was the the sincerity of it <laughs> maybe like you didn't but need to show it to anybody no I actually no i wanted to be alone that's why i came here because i i wanted to be somewhere i wouldn't disturb anyone and no one yeah. would uh, uh, and people could disturb you i, I didn't yeah. care but yeah but it's, it's still different from going to next to like the Berlin Cathedral or Berliner Dome and actually yeah, there. Yeah, but that's for money. 
Maybe, yeah. Or sometimes to get known. Would you play for money? Would you? Yeah, why not? But yeah. with other people, maybe. Like, but yeah, yeah. But on the streets, it's not like in a in a bar or a pub. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I have a friend who. The friend I told you about, he was playing every instrument. Uh, he was with every. his brother. Like Come on, he doesn't play yeah. what you do. I don't know the, the oboe, the oboe yeah. but he can play a little saxophone, guitar, uh, drums, yeah. bass, violin a little. Yeah, that's a lot, yeah. Computer stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like creative, yeah, yeah, like the techno. He's a musician. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But he, so he was in the street with his brothers and they were um, doing drums on, uh, what's the word, on... Trash cans? Trash cans. <laughs> and people finally gave them money even if they didn't want to because they were just what? having fun but huh. it was good. So I would do it like that. Yeah. Like I've, I, I already, I already have played like uh, in. Uh, actually, I had a, a good idea. I think <laughs> because in Brussels, I come from Brussels. Mm -hmm. uh, you you can't play. It's illegal to play without permission in the street. Ah, oh, yeah, with a permit and stuff. Yeah. So, but I already played like waiting for the bus with a friend, and we thought maybe we could do a journey into Brussels, playing at some bus stop and then going somewhere else to another bus stop. On the and on transport? Yeah, waiting for the transport. Ah, waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a cool concept. And so they don't find you, never. <laughs> yeah, they can't find you, yeah. they never catch you. Because you're not like two hours in the, at the same spot. But why not do it on the transport itself? When I was in in because Peru. maybe that would annoy people like we're not in New in New York or something like that but yeah, yeah we could I saw but it in that's, a big city that's and not that's... as easy as waiting for the transport yeah. the people are not in the same mindset yeah and I don't like to get into into their yeah. intimacy and their comforts uh -huh. people want to go somewhere and, and there's they have stuff to do with their life so. Yeah, I always yeah. see those people playing um, instruments in the transports and some like it, but really often I can see on the faces of people that they don't want it. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to be that person. I get it. Yeah. So you really sound like a very passionate person <laughs> about music. Yeah. But you mentioned that you had like a pause for a few years. Like you, you had a break for two yeah. years or something. Yeah. Why, why, why did you have that break? Uh, I think it's different reasons at the same time. Uh, I was in the academic music, uh, way of playing music. So mm -hmm. first, I was tired of academic style. Mm -hmm. uh, and also for my, my studies, I wanted to have more time for my studies and to see people and to organize 
things and I was kind of a party harder too so um, mm -hmm. it was complicated to mix everything all the things I wanted to do together so I quit music for a little time and then the party actually and the, the, the need of money because I was working in a bar and that's what made me come to music back um, when I started again it was like for fun and improvising in jam sessions and then creating group and create music with friends but not having lessons and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff and just purely okay I wanted to say as a joke it's hypothetical but actually if we're being honest that's where I met in, in the stage of my life I did classical oboe but then I got bored of it and I did yeah. the harmony like I said and I got bored of it and I didn't see any purpose in it so what advice do you have for someone like me that's lost and tries is trying to find a more it's trying to break free from from that hmm. you have to play with friends or people uh, I think to see if that's good for you if that speaks to you um, so you can go to jam if you don't have friends who play music uh, or who wants to play music together you can go to jam sessions and you will meet a lot of people but you have to what? be careful because there are all kinds of jam sessions yeah maybe we can start with what what is a jam session specifically <laughs> like what does it in uh, so there are different kinds of jam sessions yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, the idea is to play music together with people you know or you don't know and you just improvise stuff uh, together it, it's like an improvised concert and anyone can get on the stage and do what he or she wants um, the but there are also like jam sessions of jazz for example they only play uh, standards and they don't improvise all the piece but just the improvising part they, they can improvise or sometimes the in an in a total improvisation someone will start a known piece like i don't know james bond piece that everyone knows or mm -hmm. something like that and so people play on that and there's always someone that doesn't know it and still plays on it uh, but you have professional jam sessions intermediate uh, very inclusive jam sessions you can find different stuff and what in, i'm interested in these days is that um, they are creating more and more um, mixing art jam sessions like there is music but there is also like in Berlin here I heard about jam sessions made for musicians and dancers together and they are they have to create together something or in Brussels my ex-girlfriend was in a group that created a really poly artistic jam sessions like she was doing theater so people came and do were doing recitals of 
poems or everything, sometimes their own, so their own poems, some, sometimes not. Uh, there was there was drawing also, and in in the so yeah, mixing art together is really interesting. In the band I play in, uh, we try to do that also, like the concerts we did recently. Uh, there was a friend of us that had done animations, visuals that were projected above us. Uh, and behind us and sometimes on us also uh, and he did that on the music like we send him the music and he did that and there was also someone painting <coughs> by so he had um, bed uh, sheets behind us and so it's very thin so we could paint behind it and you could see it from from the front mm -hmm. and so there was paintings create that were created at the same yeah. time in, with the music behind oh. us wow. so there i think people had too many informations <laughs> yeah there's so many things out there it's crazy the, what you just said is probably like the tip of the iceberg. There are so many things out there. Mm. That's crazy, man. something if you create jab sessions there is something you should be um, uh, you should be careful about it mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so for example I handle with friends in Brussels a social cultural center which is called the Garcia Lorca and we have jam sessions in there and so there is a sound engineer, uh, there is a stage where people play and light spots. Uh, so it's really sometimes people like people, people dance in front of it. It's really like a concert and people on the stage sometimes get like in the mood of a pop star <laughs> uh, uh -huh. but um, that can intimidate uh, some people especially girls actually that don't want to get on the stage with, with all those men and we, we are trying to find yeah. ways to to make them comfortable, so ex more accessible, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's really complicated. Uh, there are jam yeah. sessions that are not all person inclusive, so yeah. But okay. we want to be in the middle because, you know, I'm a white male cis, so <laughs> yeah. I can't create a jam with only women. But yeah, I sure. want to to bring them on stage, and I don't know how yet. Yeah. But I have women thinking about it with me. <laughs> That's cool. That you actually 
starting projects with this that's pretty interesting yeah so what i was thinking about when you started talking about these jam sessions that i know in 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 my in belgian culture it's it's like you said it's it's not it's way more difficult to be to go out there and just create something out of nothing and it's way way more difficult for for people to do it and i also feel like that a lot of the times and it's i think it's some sort of switch you have to make mm-hmm. maybe. totally yeah because it's, it's not easy but it's, it's yeah a part but of it's not so difficult and the first time there will be things that won't work there will be it will be stressful if you create an event for example uh, it is stressful and you have to find people that can help you with that mm-hmm. but everything is I think so you just have to try if you want to do it yeah true and how did it how did it start for you how did what start <laughs> the the creative process like you said it started at the bar you said right but after yeah. that how did you like you saying you're talking about starting projects and it sounds pretty big or maybe like in a, in a small scale big yes yeah, small scale small uh, scale big but still it's it's a big change from just playing at con at bars to, to starting projects with yes with other so people. i was organizing these jam sessions when i was really young in this bar i was working it in uh, and so you find friends in these events that at some points like how you play because the more and more you play the more and more people like how you play and because you you, you improve your your, your style uh-huh. your techniques uh, and so I was asked to play with a guy a guy asked me to play with him in a group in a band uh, and we were doing a concert before another jam sessions in another bar <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and so that's a good memory of me because the I, I was told that the more people stay the more, the more people drink the more we have a chance to be paid so when the jam was about to stop i was like no that's not possible we'll continue and <laughs> yes. i kept it like alone and someone joined me with uh darbuka and caron uh, that's a little box drum yeah mood. Uh, and someone was impressed of that so he asked me to play in another band mm-hmm. and yeah. there you yeah you get more and more people playing with you yeah it's it sounds I like don't remember the question actually <laughs> <laughs> my question was how did it start off and I think you pretty much answered that yes, it sounds it like just exposing yourself to as many people as possible will get you to meet the people you want to meet in a, in a, in a sense yeah. like maybe it's the same thing like us having this conversation it's just maybe the same as 
as you meeting your your fellow musicians i was looking for someone to talk to this about or maybe not consciously but i was thinking about it and then i, I met you as a musician here playing yeah if you if you if you want to to meet people of a certain uh, kind uh, like uh, you want to meet musicians you can go to jam sessions and concerts you want to and academic also uh, places uh, you want to meet uh, activists you can go to activist events and you'll find a lot of them it's just about I, I, I think if you you want to meet people you just have to go to people mm -hmm. it's not so yeah in, in a way it makes sense yeah <laughs> <laughs> in a way yeah but I don't think it's, it's self-evident for everyone there's a lot of lonely people out there and, and yeah of course and, and not everyone I know that I'm not so uh, shy yeah actually I am in a way but not as much as people could be so yeah I, that's it's really interesting helpful. that you mentioned that because I one of the person people that I came with here I also interviewed her and she's an extremely extrovert person but she doesn't think she is so for example yesterday she just I went we split up I went with uh, with another guy and then when we came back to her she was drinking with a Romanian guy that doesn't speak English so she didn't understand each other but they were chilling they were listening to the coolest guy playing guitar and there was a, a like a very weird guy that had a bit of um it was a bit mental and he was just dancing there and that she managed to do that in less than an hour and then she says that she's not an extrovert so i don't I can process that in my mind, you know what I mean? That she was just uh, chilling with uh, someone she didn't know. She didn't know, exactly. And that's not self-evident. Yeah. You know, if I, didn't, if I didn't see her doing it yesterday, I probably wouldn't have sat down here next to you. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so it, she inspired you? She inspired me a lot, <laughs> yeah, of course. She, she really did. I, for me, at, at that at that moment, she was like the messiah. Of, <laughs> because I'm, a, uh, I like to meet with people and talk to them, like I'm doing right now for my podcast. And so she was like basically a, a messiah for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So. So it's not uh, self-evident to me that just doing that is. But she also said very, something very interesting, but maybe explains it. She says that you have to. Um, see the good in people and not be afraid that they will stab you or, or yeah, rob of course, you. Of course, that's really important. Not that's to maybe part be of too it. afraid to not, not to think how people could be before you meet them is really important, I think. Yeah, having that, yeah, having that judgy. Yeah, snap that. Yeah, which you, you always will have. Yeah, but uh, doesn't mean you I, have to act I, I on think it. the first thing is to know you have it, and then you can maybe uh, 
pass above it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that not a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what I admired about it. A lot of people, they act on their judgments and they do things before actually. But I think uh, judgment is a way to protect ourselves too, because if you don't feel comfortable with someone that is coming to you, for example, because you judge that peep, that person, mm-hmm. uh, you, I think it's a self-defense mechanism at the originally, mm-hmm. but I think we don't need it a lot anymore because actually lots of people are nice. <laughs> yeah. And I hear it a lot lately with, with the war and the crisis going on, like everyone is saying like, the world is such a messed up place mm-hmm. and then I'm like just go out and see people you know and then then you'll see the, the opposite yeah that the, the, what we're saying is especially true with uh, refugees and everything because uh, yeah lots of people are afraid Ooh. of refugees yeah that's what happens and that's what happens when you do a podcast at a park, <laughs> right across yeah. the street. Sorry, you were saying the refugees. Uh, yeah, lots of people are afraid of refugees, and mm-hmm. that makes no sense to me because I, if you told to those persons that are often in need of help or just talking or just eating sometimes Mm. Uh, they are almost always the softest persons I have met Mm -hmm. and in a way the strongest because yeah totally the courage you need to have to to leave your country and go into the unknown and look for a better life it's I can't imagine what they must go through you know it's crazy mm. so why did you choose Berlin like you mentioned that you were <laughs> sort of having a gap yeah life. I wanted to escape life uh, yes. at, at least the starting of active well it says active life uh, what I, do you mean by that that's, that's how people call it in French at least uh, so when you end up your studies, they tell you you get to enter the active life, having a job. It's also and called growing I, up in a way. Mm, yeah, but not always. It's not always growing up, uh, I think. Uh, and as I don't know what I really want to do now, because I've, dif- because I do different stuff, and which one do I want to keep? How do I want to keep them? Uh, so to think about that, to have more time to to think about it, I decided to come to Berlin with my girlfriend, and actually it was her idea to come here, 
because she wanted to learn German, I, I was like, okay, let's, let's learn German, that's a cool idea. Mm. Berlin is a huge <laughs> city. Yeah. Um, really interesting because always in evolution, it's polycentric. So actually Berlin is not a city, but a lot of little cities. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that is true. They're very different. Is that what you mean? Like small communities, maybe? Mm -hmm. And even in like, uh, here we are in Kreuzberg. It's not one community. It's it's the place where there is a lot of migration in Berlin. So lots of different people. And originally, the the city was just a. It, it was really villages, uh, a lot of villages, and they decided to 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 join all those villages to evolve together because of different reasons. Uh, it was in 1920 they decided that. Mm -hmm. And so from during the from the first day to the second in 1920, I don't remember the exact date. Uh, it became the biggest or the second biggest city of the world, something like that. Mm. Is it really that big? I then it's like nine times Paris. No way. Easy. I had no idea. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, if you speak about the whole city, I, I yeah, think yeah, if you only speak of the inside the ring, city, the center, yeah, it's different. But still, it's, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah. And uh, what part do you live in right now? Uh, Kreuzberg. And how would you how would you say this community or this city is like? Uh, do you like it? Maybe to start there. Yeah, I love it. Uh, Why? First is the it's a really green city, and so. It's really interesting because I, I think I haven't seen a street where you didn't you couldn't see a tree. That's that's kind of amazing. <laughs> that is amazing, truly. Plus, yeah. people are super welcoming, actually, uh, and open-minded. Of course, there are also nationalists groups and everything, but. Uh, most of the people, actually all the people I've met until now, I have been here for like a week and a half. Oh, okay. uh, so we're just starting out this... this yeah, yeah, this it's boss. all new. <laughs> That's cool. And you're living um, in an apartment? Yeah. Yeah, That's for cool. two weeks and then we have another, because we came here like having no apartment, no, no job, no every, anything. That's that's great. That's, I my life. I want to. I want my life to be international. So I really want to. Every few years, want to move from from place to place. A little bit like no, no. It's not like digital nomadism, but I want my life to be on the move. Th that's discovering. Uh... That's a Sorry? good way to, to think it. But th yeah. there is also another reason I want, the, in the way I wanted to come here. And because I had a reflection of how to be a, a good tourist. 
because I did I, I didn't want to, to to go from a place to another directly and just discover the, the, the outside I want to, to that's why we're here for like four months and I think in four, in, if you live properly for four months in a city at least four months uh, you can really meet the city and not just see it discover the culture yeah and learn German also because uh, yeah. the language is always a uh, a way to discover the culture and the way people talk to each other, the <laughs> way people think. So true. Like um, my girlfriend was explaining to me the other day, she's, she, she studied Greek in school. So they were having debates in Greek, ancient Greek. And she explained to me that uh, the way you can express yourself in that language, in Greek, is a good way to have a conversation without arguing. Hmm. I don't know, maybe that's why they are the base of the democracy, you know, at yes. least that's what we say. Maybe, but yeah. So maybe I think in German, maybe, maybe learning it will... Maybe the language was developed in a sense that it came from their culture and their wisdom about arguing arguing in a, in a peaceful way and that's how like you said but it's not language. arguing it's having a conversation yes. really it's discussing it's, it's discussing sorry not arguing yeah yeah it's, it's a uh, arguing is more the negative connotation maybe. yeah yeah i meant and i, I think meant even discussing the, the word debate now is uh negative yeah uh, and that's stupid so i prefer to say conversation conversation than yeah because when you say debate though you have the image of like BFM TV with uh, politicians screaming at each other. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah oh, that's stupid. Everything you say is dumb. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they don't listen to each other. You should be cancelled. You know. Yeah. I, I have uh, two very good friends, and in Belgium, uh, they're my best friends. And sometimes we just come together, drink some beer, and then we, like you say, we discuss a lot of things like can be about anything and then sometimes when we're with other people and we do that then then they're like so amazed about how we're not fighting or like starting to hit each other or punch each other and they're like I would never be able to do that and then I think like then you you should look at how you talk with people and how you converse with people you know, because discussing things is so important to to see other views and mm -hmm. other mm -hmm. things in like life. Like we do and now. Yeah, of course, exactly. Reason why I do this and and language, like you say, is so important. In, but you know, in, there are I have friends that good friends of mine really uh, that don't like having too deep conversations, and I find that so sm so sad because. Yeah then why are we here? <laughs> exactly. If it's just to have small talks, you know, uh, that's the, the main effect the COVID had on me, actually. Uh, I wasn't able to have proper small talks after the COVID, or at least it was complicated for me. Yeah. 
And so when I went to different kind of parties and see people, groups of people, and not people alone, mm -hmm. uh, I wasn't as present as I was before the COVID. Because mm -hmm. if the conversation was not really interesting me, I didn't know, know how to interact. Exactly. I have felt that too. When people are talking very superficially, I get very uncomfortable. And I, I'm... No, actually, I listen to them a lot, but I don't know what to say. And that's why I yeah. could be uncomfortable. That's, that's, yeah, that's my definition of feeling uncomfortable. Yeah, okay, you're, okay. Just, you're just sitting there and you listen to them, but it's... it's what, what do you say? It's just, yeah, it's, it's, it doesn't go anywhere. It's, yeah, it's, yeah it's, but conversation don't have to go somewhere always. I think people, I, I think it what, can be good. What's to me, that to me is what having deep, deeper conversations is about. It's, you're talking about something in a more profound way that's, that goes somewhere, you know, that you're that you're discussing things and actually learn something, then that, that's, to me, is going somewhere, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what I thought, and then I realized, or just thought otherwise, other ways, uh, like, you don't have to learn all the time from conversations, from people. No. But that's also the point, you don't have to agree all the time, but just hearing yeah, those different opinions also yeah, 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 is, is a course. way to expand how you that's think. That's the problem with debate. <laughs> yeah. Because people want to convince the other yeah. and they should or could uh, just taking that point of view, understand it and okay, that's not what I think, but that's mm -hmm. interesting. Yeah. And also going into a conversation pre-judgment also is a part of it, I think. A lot of people keep focusing and, and are not open to expand what they, what they see or, or hear or, you know. It's also a big part of it, I but feel But don't like. you always go to conversation with pre-judgment? No, that's why I do this. Uh, I okay. want, <laughs> this is exactly... A lot of people do that and I think you shouldn't and that's why I do this. I look for other views and other things mm -hmm. that I, I, a lot of people that I meet, I usually agree with, but that's maybe the, the issue of, of doing this, that I look for a specific people and that I found them, that I find them in interesting people, that people that are interesting to me, but um, I really try to actively hear the other people that I usually, that I might not agree with. Mm. And maybe I still go prejudgment into conversations and maybe that's just the nature of humans. But yeah, you have a point though, you have a point. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I think we can uh, finish off. Oh, if you want. You want a little saxophone for yeah, so uh, I wanted to I wanted to ask you.
night.